Welcome to Deep Talk, the podcast for advanced English learners who are looking to explore something a little bit deeper. Welcome to episode 23 of Deep Talk. I'm Rhiannon, language mindset coach and your host today. The conversation we're about to jump into is the second part of my chat with Fernanda about her pretty yucky experiences while being an English teacher on Instagram. If you haven't caught part one, stop right here and head back to the last episode and start there. I wanted to begin by sharing some of your words because the response to last week's conversation has been amazing. We had 200 listens in the first 24 hours alone, which is about double my average stat, so I'm really excited about that. And Fernanda and I also received a ton of messages on Instagram, and I wanted to, yeah, just share some of those words before we go into part two. So this is a message that Fernanda got. I'm not going to share names just because people didn't (laughs) know that they were going to get these words shared. Starting with this message, dear Fernanda, Thank you for your honest words. They really touched me because you speak from the heart. I decided a few years ago to add English as a second subject to my master's degree. I wanted to become a teacher. At the beginning of my studies, I always enjoyed the language and learning. I'm an open and communicative person, so I really enjoy talking to other people. At university, I was confronted with a lot of negative criticism. To some extent, this is certainly justified because a teacher should have a very good command of the language of instruction, but unfortunately, the nature of the constant negative criticism has caused me a lot of self-doubt, which really hampers me when it comes to articulation. I make mistakes out of insecurity, which I actually know how to avoid in purely factual terms. Another message here. Hi, I don't want to bother you with a long message. I just wanted to tell you that I have listened to the podcast and you were great. I really enjoyed it. It was real. That's the word. It's really inspiring. I make important mistakes, not like yours. But even still, listening to your wise words made me be less hard on myself, which is always a good thing. I actually cried a bit in the podcast, putting myself in your shoes. I've just finished listening to the podcast episode and needless to say, it left me speechless. My emotions are mixed. I'm angry with those who made you feel that way, but I also deeply felt the value of what you said, speaking up for those who don't have the courage and are subject to similar comments. I often struggle with self-deprecation, comparing myself to others. So again, you helped me to give it a rest, literally. We're all human beings and there's no way of improving without making mistakes. In your case, obviously, it wasn't about mistakes, but typos that somehow go unnoticed on natives' profiles. Still, I can imagine that it must be awful when you put your heart and soul into something and you get something like that in return. What I really want to convey is my support and gratitude, and as I have told you before, you're an incredible teacher and I've never had one like you. The comments on the Instagram post were also absolutely great. Um, Sean said... Fernanda, I I think it's great that you're raising this issue and encouraging people to be more compassionate and also giving creators and teachers the permission to be both professional and imperfect. Perfectionism is more pernicious than we realize. Thanks for the work that you do. 
And then among some other comments of kind of great episode, good episode, loved it. There was uh, an interesting conversation that me and Fernanda engaged in with somebody else about whether or not her being a woman did impact the the comments that she's been receiving. We talked about that in in the first part of the conversation. Me and Fernanda both kind of stand by the fact that yes, it does have an impact, but obviously you are you are welcome to disagree with that. Now we're going to jump right into the second part of my conversation with Fernanda. And if you want to share your responses, please do. You can send me a DM on Instagram or an email. Do the same with Fernanda. Please do get in touch. All right, let's get on with it. Okay, Fernanda, a difficult question perhaps, but if you were to put on a super generous (laughs) and empathetic hat onto these people who are writing these comments, criticizing you for a bloody typo, what might be their motivation? What do you think is their reasoning behind piling on you because of something, you know, I, I, in, in a text. <laughs> I wholeheartedly want to believe people are well-intentioned. Uh-huh. But that's what they say. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to pinpoint who really wants to help me be better. You see, um, when you have a large follow, it's hard to... I can't read people, you know, because mm-hmm. we're just exchanging comments and, and messages. Sometimes I, I get very kind messages. Fernanda, I really like that post of yours, but don't you think you could have tackled this, this, and that? And I'm really open to things like that because okay. at the end of the day, somebody's helping me not only create content, but also notice certain gaps in the market mm-hmm. so suggesting that my post has something wrong is definitely well-intentioned but typos on social media we we show the world our best version let's face mm-hmm. it of course of course <laughs> so sometimes uh i'm under the impression that people look at my account and they're like oh my god look at those posts this woman is so good Uh That's what they probably think because they tell me things like that. So I guess it's part of human nature to, when you spot problems, when you, when you, when you find fault in what somebody's doing, you know, it's like, oh, I'm so relieved that you're human and that you make mistakes. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I guess I can't really um, blame people because this is part of human nature. Perhaps I would feel the same. But surely, surely there is a clear distinction between subtly in your brain going, ha, Fernanda made a post, she's not so bloody good after all, and actually commenting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I I wouldn't like to know who, who exactly is badly intentioned because that would hurt me, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just awful, you know? <laughs> <laughs> At this moment, I, 
I don't think I can wear a generous hat. <laughs> Fair. Don't. You, know? you don't have to. Say, I have no idea what they, I have no idea what they're thinking. They're all dicks. That's fine. That is a yeah. fine conclusion. <laughs> you know, I, after this episode, I, I, well, when I create a post, I write something and I end the post by saying, I hope you like this post. Love, Fernanda. I got so mad that I was like, enjoy the post. Fernanda, you know, like, no, I'm not sending you love. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. I, I, I haven't been checking uh, comments that much since then, because mm. I'm afraid of, you know, like, what if, what if somebody criticized me? Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's hard. I, I guess that people who truly want you to do well they will contact you they will tell you this mm. in a warm way in a, in a friendly way you know uh but just like if you see that somebody like fernanda there is a typo and you see that there's a, why would you go and comment again and again exactly fernanda again. has been told <laughs> why don't you just like the original comment <laughs> Yeah. Be like, oh yeah, I see the typo too. Like, and that's yeah, it. exactly. And somebody asked me, Fernanda, why do you get so mad at those comments? Because at the end of the day, the algorithm is working for you. Oh right, but the algorithm isn't worth your mental health or your sleep. <laughs> exactly. The algorithm is just the bloody algorithm. There's more to life than the algorithm, yeah. right? <laughs> and I said, and she, and this person wrote, I don't see anything wrong, and I told her don't get me wrong but you don't see anything wrong because you're not the human being putting yeah. a post together uh in between lessons doing the dishes and thinking about a post cleaning the bathroom and thinking about a post yeah. you know you're not the person struggling behind mm -hmm. what you consume and what you are not grateful for yeah yeah so yeah it's it's really it's and tough. I yeah i think as well like the experience and I definitely know this not so much from Instagram in interestingly but sometimes when I post in like Facebook groups to advertise my stuff I feel physically sick I hate it and it's because in the past people have said this isn't what the group's for you're just like get on, no, 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 no. and they're like really <laughs> no, no, no. they're just really aggressive about it and I'm like you are clearly not my target audience <laughs> But you exactly. do not represent this whole bloody group. And therefore, if I know that I have found a client who's really appreciative of me in this group before, then I'm going to keep posting. But it took a long time, I mean, a year at least, to get to the point where that was my response rather than like, oh, God, shit, this is horrible. Like, yeah. and, and even now I can get crickets on posts and I'll still feel sick having posted it. Or, well yeah. not so much now but for a long time I would still feel sick posting it and that shouldn't be a standard part of our jobs we shouldn't have like daily if you're posting daily or like you know three times a week feeling sick and anxious because we're about to put something out into the world and we don't know what that response is going to be we should be able to just put it out and then people yeah. will be nice about it <laughs> yeah. that's what should happen <laughs> you see um I sometimes I see posts on Instagram 
that I dislike or there's a typo or there's a mistake. I've yeah. seen mistakes. I mean, I know a lot of language. I study it a lot. I can tell when something's wrong. Yeah. But I wouldn't go and tell the person that it is wrong. I, I point out mistakes when I get paid to point out mistakes. Right. Yes. <laughs> Other than that, it's not really my, my problem. But it's, exa- it's exactly what you said. Whenever I post something, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, like nervous and not feeling as if I were good enough. I just posted something before this uh, session with you and <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous because I'm aware of that when I go check after this, there might be a negative comment. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly looking for negative comments because I think it's like, oh my God. Well, the person posting a negative comment clearly is not a person that will buy a product. Right. But what if a potential client sees that comment? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so it's really hard and it takes a lot of emotional intelligence that sometimes we just we just lack because we're human we're human and i don't think this is going to change in your live you even said i have thought about leaving instagram like (laughs) this is where if I were doing the live I would have said fuck you guys (laughs) and you very politely didn't say that (laughs) but like this would read (laughs) but I mean you obviously came really close in in those moments and again this wasn't just one moment it was a culmination of lots of similar comments you came close to going this is not worth it to me where do you stand now on like how worth it Instagram is for you it is it is it is a good thing for me definitely okay Mm -hmm. it's it's just that too many things happen at the same time last year I I went through some personal stuff um I also went through some (laughs) I went through a lot of growth you know uh, I Mm -hmm. experienced a lot of growth and growth is painful plus criticism so you're like, oh my God, why am I doing this to myself? You know, perhaps I just want to teach one-on-one and that's it and die, just die doing this and that's fine. Yeah. However, um, when I look backwards and I, I think about how I started as a teacher and how much money I used to make and how I felt about myself, uh, I really think Instagram is a good thing for me because mm-hmm. if it weren't for Instagram, I, I wouldn't have built a global audience. You know, I wouldn't be teaching in Denmark. I wouldn't be teaching in Serbia. I wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah. hundred percent. So not only did I get more students, but I also got to charge a little bit more because I have more visibility. But I guess the cherry on top is that I got to meet incredible people from different cultures and this is just the most enriching thing to me when i create a post even if it's something i already know really well this is me developing you know creating a post is development for me as a teacher you know recycling what i know and rethinking uh how to teach 
something. So this is definitely something good. It's all about how I feel on a particular day. Day, If I'm not feeling good, Instagram will not be good. Mm-hmm. If I'm feeling super, Instagram will be super, you know. Yeah. It's on us, you know, to, to deal with that. I, I think it's, I'm not saying Instagram is the perfect place <laughs> for you to be, but um, sometimes we, we blame it a lot, but we're not mm-hmm. careful about how we use that. I think right. we, we, we spoke about that, right, uh, before the session. We're careful uh, about what we allow uh, mm-hmm. to be in our feed. This, this shows how much you love yourself and how you treat yourself. And, and this is how I go about Instagram at the moment. If I feel that a certain page is not good for me, I'll just mute them. You know, yeah. It doesn't mean I don't like them, but it's not good for me. For context for the listeners, when I sent that unsolicited message to Fernanda saying like, hey, so you're live, want to be on my podcast? I actually followed it up with, you might notice that I actually don't follow you for transparency. It's not because I don't like you. I've been, I have followed you and unfollowed you like two or three times in the last I year or so. You. I think I would follow in and follow me from time to time. <laughs> but it was just that there's certain content from people who, I mean, we don't do, we don't have the same niche, but we're obviously in the same general field. You know, <laughs> there's different kinds of content where like, obviously I'm not the target audience. So I'm not learning English as a second language. I'm not preparing for an exam. So there's that side of things. But then there's also, if I see that a post is doing really well, if I see that somebody's like got loads of engagement and loads of comments, especially in the last few months, because my engagement has been so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel good. Like, but you know, doesn't... I have a confession to make here. Uh, once, uh, a long time ago, somebody shared um, one of your reels and I was like, oh my God, it's so good. I'm going to stop following her. This is not good for me. <laughs> yeah. That is so good to hear because that is exactly what I do when I see other people <laughs> like like there's obviously there's really good content that like inspires you to like be better great yeah that's fine although I think that has a shelf life like I can't be inspired mm-hmm. to be better by the same person that much before I go I agree with no you. I don't like this anymore yeah absolutely <laughs> but I'm, ex- I'm exactly the same on my personal page like I go I regularly go into the people that I'm following I never follow that many or the accounts that I'm following and I delete people yeah just kind of for a bit of a change to make the app slightly more interesting and also because I'm like you know what you might have had a message that was really important to me six months ago and now I've received that message you haven't changed the message because that's your brand (laughs) fine (laughs) and I'm ready to move on oh my gosh is that thunder yeah I apologize we'll keep it in (laughs) dramatic effect (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I unfollowed her. <laughs> Tropical country. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think we're we're totally on the same page here because I also unfollowed you because I was like, no, she's too good. And I, I'm not much of a real person, you know. I don't right. do many reels. Mm-hmm. I struggle with them. I don't know how to do them. I'm not confident to record mm-hmm. them. So when I see somebody doing it so well, I'm like not good for me I don't want to see that you know 
So yeah, I, <laughs> I apologize if I have ever made you feel <laughs> bad. <laughs> no, no. I mean, as you say, the only thing that I would ever like not forgive someone for is like the commenters on your post. Yeah. Because that is malicious and that is cruel. Absolutely, but yeah. somebody doing something successfully that makes you feel a bit icky because you're a bit, in, you know, kind of insecure about that aspect of your life, just yes. unfollow them. You don't need yeah. that shit. Like, exactly Just move on mute yeah. them if you know if they're a friend and you want to stay in contact mute them whatever <laughs> I think that's I think that's absolutely fine I have to tell you this uh your transparency is what really got me like I need to talk to this woman <laughs> <laughs> I was so I mean I wrote and like I wrote it all out in a separate document <laughs> so, <laughs> oh god and then I like really debated over that ps i really wasn't sure if I i'm so glad it. So i'm very glad that. really i'm glad mm. it's um i think we need to be transparent with people if we expect that uh from them as well mm -hmm. and this uh, and this this to me this shows how you go about your business how open you are you don't mm -hmm. pretend to be a person you're not And this is the kind of person I want to surround myself with, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and transparency is also very important. I think this is one of the reasons why I've grown so much on Instagram. I can be very open about my struggles and well, that live session, I was really open <laughs> about things, you know, and here I feel that I'm really being vulnerable and, and being open uh, as I share my, my stories So this is a very important thing to me, you know, to use Instagram to connect to people that share my values, because at the end of the day, that's what truly matters, right? Shared Absolutely. values. So Absolutely. Gosh, philosophical. <laughs> right. But I think even from a slightly more cynical, like marketing. Oh my God. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's like we're there with you. I am feeling... <laughs> there please cut this no don't be silly <laughs> I love it the atmosphere um what was I saying completely forgot where I was going with that now um oh my god what were we talking about we, we were I was talking about being transparent and yeah. uh, surrounding oh. yourself with yes and even from a more cynical kind of marketing perspective when we think about Instagram as a way to get clients which is obviously what we're there for mm -hmm. we're not there for fun we're there mm -hmm. to you know yeah. promote our services if we help people along the way then all the better um but we're really there to kind of promote ourselves and actually I think if you are transparent if you are authentic if you are speaking honestly then I think you do attract the right kind of person it's yeah. pretty easy I think to attract kind of people in general um but if you're attracting people who actually resonate with you then I think you need a little bit of honesty yeah. and, and openness you you really need to keep in mind that when you're transparent and when you're assertive in my case I would say I'm opinionated to a certain extent <laughs> <laughs> you will lose people and that's better exactly that's what you want Exactly. You only want people who really want to work with you or people who will never buy your product because they can't afford, but they will recommend you. Yeah. They will recommend your work, yeah. you know. So, but this is really hard, you know, uh, because people, again, will 
criticize you for saying what you have to say and some people might even give you a cold shoulder because they don't like what you what you said mm-hmm. and and that's okay so I feel that growing your online business uh, after the pandemic growing an online business has become the thing you know like mm-hmm. uh, fashionable pandemic has brought a lot of autonomy for teachers but I think this is all very uh romanticized it's not so simple to to go out there and grow you know there's a lot of work that you need to put into that and it takes time for you to understand who you are as a professional so that you can start telling the world who you are and what you think so I think this is something that is I can tell that my audience appreciates that I share my views even if I'm going against what someone says, yeah. you know, and so I, I guess the same with you, right? Being a woman and saying, um, I follow part of your content. I, I don't follow every day, but when I see, I can tell that you're constantly uh, talking about like, per, it's not about perfection. You don't need perfection. Mm-hmm. You want to mm-hmm. be an advanced learner that uses the language with confidence. We don't care about, it takes guts, you know, to say that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, mainly with advanced learners, you know, they're uh-huh. like exam takers. Oh, precision is just so important. There's no room for mistakes. Hey, there is room for mistakes. Yeah, there has to be because yeah. mistakes aren't optional. Exactly, <laughs> they're so, like a necessary part of the puzzle. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, whoever uh, reads the handbook for teachers uh, for for Cambridge exams we'll see that mistakes are accepted, you know, Mm -hmm. when you go over the assessment criteria, you will see uh, there's um, in one part, they say uh, errors happen just as slips. Yeah. What does it mean? It means that it's okay to make a mistake. Of course, keep making the same mistake during an exam. It's a problem, but in life, really, I don't care about what preposition somebody is using and it's funny because when I when I have a discovery call with a potential client they they tell me I'm so nervous because you're gonna be (laughs) (laughs) me and I'm like no I'm just talking to you yeah I'm not really paying attention to prepositions or just talk to me just tell me about yourself so it's hard I imagine that it's hard for you to put yourself out there and say what you say you know uh, yeah. How do people react to that when you when you say it's okay to make mistakes? They've gotten used to it. I think it's become such a large part of my brand and my message that you can't follow me for more than five minutes without <laughs> getting that message. And if you don't like it, you're not going to stick around. <laughs> but it's certainly when I was introducing it into my messaging, because my business has kind of taken a turn in the past year or so. When I was introducing it, you got loads of disagreement. And even now, like when I'll put in my stories, like, what do you think about mistakes? You get people who go, they are the worst thing ever. (laughs) I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And obviously there's there's an honesty there. There isn't necessarily people saying, I love that I hate my mistakes. (laughs) They're just saying, I hate it. And I really wish that I could not hate it anymore. 
quick reminder, if you're loving this conversation but wishing you could get involved, Deep Talkers is the community for you. We meet once a month for a call to chat through the topics in the podcast, as well as getting to know one another in our private Facebook group. It costs about £5 a month and you can find the link in the episode description. There's one topic that I would love to discuss with you, which is sort of the the hypocrisy. I don't know if I can explain it well, because it, it wasn't in one of the questions that I sent you in advance. So prepare yourself. Um, oh my God. The hypocrisy, I guess, between the standards that or the way that people treat you, for example, online when you've made a typo and then the world that they themselves are having to experience often as non-native speakers so as a non-native speaker you're saying I well not you but one is saying you know I hate the pressure of having to be perfect or I hate that my mistakes might be received negatively and yet they are happy to criticize you for having made the tiniest of non-mistakes yeah that's what I don't get you know you are in my shoes. Yeah. You are in my shoes. Whether you want to be in my shoes or not, if you're a non-native teacher, you know how it feels. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, um, the other day I <laughs> I was uh, having a lesson with my, my coach who helps me uh, improve my pronunciation. And she told me, Fernanda, maybe you want to use a certain contraction here. Mm. And I told her, I'm not sure. If I use that, people will say that I'm mispronouncing or that I forgot a verb. Mm-hmm. So we're constantly thinking twice about what to say and how how to say because we might be criticized. Mm-hmm. And this happens all the time when you're working for an institution, you know. Uh, you know that people are paying attention to your mistakes and they might call you out because of a mistake. And still you go and you do the same with someone. So as I said before, I guess it's about, okay, she makes mistakes. So I'm feeling good about myself now because I'm not alone. So I think we're desperately trying to belong. You know, it hurts to know that I don't like what I'm going to say. It's not that, you know, it hurts when we see that somebody is, not better, but that somebody is ahead of us mm-hmm. because we're all on our journey. It doesn't mean I'm better. It means I've been here longer than right. someone. That's why I make fewer mistakes, but it doesn't mean I don't make mistakes. Yeah. So I guess this is also something important, you know, when we see someone succeeding uh, and when we see someone online knowing a lot and sharing a lot nobody starts from the top if that Mm -hmm. person is there Mm -hmm. now they might have worked a lot to get there so just be kind to them because a couple of years ago they were where you are today Yeah. yeah the difference is that the person that is at the top didn't spend their time criticizing others the person who <laughs> yeah. is at the top now is actually a person who learned from other people's mistakes and mm-hmm. used that to their advantage like oh, i'm seeing somebody oh it's okay so somebody made that mistake that's a mistake i don't need to tell them but 
I'm going to pay more attention when I do that. And that's how you get to the top. Nobody gets to the top by criticizing others or finding mistakes in what other people uh or what other people are doing. You get to the top when you see a mistake and you use that to your own advantage. Sometimes uh, if I'm having a good day, I, I might adopt a sarcastic tone when I get a negative comment. Like, <laughs> Fernanda, there's a typo. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that it hasn't prevented you from understanding <laughs> the post. At this level, you should be able to understand that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... It's complicated. It's yeah. and I, I know that once this is out, there will be criticism for sure. Well, send them my way and I'll swear at them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my only online aggressive technique. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, sarcasm has helped me a couple of times, oh. but I don't like the way I feel about it later that's fair enough on. so fair enough. yeah oh my god i'm philosophical <laughs> here <laughs> you ask me a and i answer b i'm sorry no it's lovely it's really good to to hear your thoughts and get inside your head a little bit we're going to wrap the conversation up uh, is there anything on this topic that you want to get out before we do i guess i would kindly ask for more empathy that's all we need at the end of the day, we're all English teachers. We're all... Or English learners, as our yes. listeners. Mm -hmm. And we're always struggling to learn and to do better. You know, when you reach, when it seems you have reached the top, it's not really the top. There's always something else to come. So no, nobody will ever be perfect. Perfection. I mean, I'm a perfectionist, but I know perfection doesn't exist. It's so... <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, our brains being very nice to us <laughs> you see i like to think let's use our perfectionism to our own advantage let's yeah. use that as a motivation to do our best mm -hmm. you know but let's not allow our perfectionism to to make us critical beings you know that mm -hmm. can't tolerate mistakes from from other people I guess this is I think this is the only thing I ask you know like just yeah just be kind you know there is a human being there mm -hmm. a human being with problems and with a life and with a lot going on so respect that person or unfollow right yeah. you don't have to pay to unfollow someone it's you just yeah. have to click on that Goodbye. button and, yeah <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, what about you? What would you say to wrap this up? <laughs> yeah, I think exactly what you've said. And also, especially when, you know, we're talking to listeners now who are non-native English learners, probably, maybe my mum, I get it, <laughs> but probably non-native learners. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the world that it will be a nice place for you is a world without this criticism. It's not a world in which everyone speaks perfect English. That is not utopia. That is not where we're headed. Where I hope we are headed and where I hope that you and I are playing a role in creating is a world in which a lack of perfection in English, I mean, it's such a bloody unimportant thing 
<laughs> uh, you made a mistake. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters like about that. That is, I mean, did you cause a confusion? Okay, fine. Did you fix the confusion? Great. Move on. A good world, <laughs> a healthy world is one in which a mistake is just not a thing. And if you, as a, especially as a non-native speaker, are contributing to that negative world, yeah, it may not be your fault. <laughs> you have been indoctrinated in this just as much as everyone else, sure. But now's the time. Take some responsibility. They have the power to change, right? Exactly. Take some responsibility for the role that you play in that yeah. world. If you don't like being criticized, if you don't like worrying about your mistakes, don't criticize other people. Don't make them worry about their mistakes. Support them. I... And support does not mean pointing out their typos. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself, really, yes. I wish people were nicer to each other. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I survived. You did. <laughs> okay, so before we finally wrap up, Fernanda, thank you so much for both of these, these parts of the conversation because we're going to have to split this in two. How can people work with you if they want to work with you and they should work with you because you're amazing? <laughs> um. You can uh, DM me on Instagram or you can go to my website and send me a message or email me as well. And I'll be glad to talk to you. Uh, I'm constantly uh, opening slots for private sessions and I generally uh, organize workshops every six months or so focused on skills for exams. And uh, I'm currently running a course focused on explicit advanced grammar. <laughs> we love grammar. Ooh, sexy. This is not <laughs> for people who want to stop making mistakes. Mm -hmm. This is for people who want to learn everything about grammar so they can better serve their students right. without using grammatical terms. Okay. Mm -hmm. nice. This course will, uh, will be offered again in the second semester. So... Whatever questions you might have, just really get in touch. Uh, I guess you can say that, right? Because you messaged me and I replied to you. Yes, so. I am proof. Fernanda replies, if you're polite and if you're nice. Yeah, no, if, you, if, you, if you're not nice to me, sorry, you won't get a reply. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you. I was nervous at the beginning. <laughs> it's been an honor, honestly. And for you to feel comfortable enough with with me and with my audience to trust us with that story and your experience we really appreciate it thank, thank you, you thank you thank you very much my thanks again to fernanda it's not easy doing your first podcast especially in a second language and especially especially about such a personal topic i'm really grateful to her for spending her time with us. Now it's over to you. Any and all responses are welcome. I wanna know what you think. That brings us to the end of today's episode. It has been a bloody pleasure as always. I've been Rhiannon. This has been Deep Talk. Have a wonderful day.